Hello and welcome to the DH Effect. I'm Hillary, and this is my beautiful co-host and friend, Sonia. We are continuing right now to talk about what it means to truly see with a decided heart. And our guest today, Jennifer McCollum, is, I know Sonia's so excited. She can't wait to talk about this. Um, she's a business coach for parent coaches, and she's also the founder of the Parent Coach Club. For 20 years, she's helped families just really see one another through, are you ready for this? 59 published parenting resource books, a quarter, or maybe that's changed. Maybe we're, we might be up to like 60, <laughs> 64, right? <laughs> a, a quarterly online magazine and mentoring hundreds of parent coaches from across the world. Welcome. Thank you so much. We're honored to have you with us, Jennifer. Oh my gosh. I am the honored one. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you, Hillary. I'm very excited to connect with you today and chat. Mm, I could not, I've been really giddy about having you on our show. And just to give a little history of our origin story, Jennifer, um, you, I, I needed, I needed help. I needed support as a college counselor, moving to parent coach. And I found you and you were such an amazing mentor that it was kind of evident like we were just going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> And your, your heart is authentic. It's, it's vast. Uh, you come from a story where you know all the things. You also come in with humility that you don't know all the things. And just coming, just arriving to all these parent coaches in the world of who you are and being vulnerable and having the honest, the honest conversations have truly helped me develop as a human being, forget about the coaching part, just as a human being. And just, I just cherish our friendship. So I can't wait for you to, to share your story with the world. And maybe we can start with that. What is, how did you, how did you become this leader in the parenting coach world? Okay, first of all, can you just keep talking? That was beautiful. I mean, wait, <laughs> it will come into tears. Give me a big I'll, head. Cry. <laughs> I'll start crying. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that I followed um, my heart to get to where I am right now. And it was a long journey um, for sure to get here. I'm in my 50s and, and just kind of figuring out what do I want to do when I grow up? And who do I want to surround myself with? And I think that was the first thing um, that really helped me get here right now is just continuing to, you know, follow um, my intuition and follow what was right for me and know who I wanted to be with. And Sonia, that was you definitely. I mean, you know, the universe provided there when I said, give me, Give me someone awesome in the world. And there you were right in front of me. So Thank you. which is a beautiful thing in business too, when you kind of know what you want and you put it out there and it happens. She's reminding me a little bit, our very first podcast this year, um, Sean Derrick said, follow your theme, not your dream. Mm. Right. And it's, and that's that kind of that same idea of you just kept going. Was there a, how did you know that this, area of parenting was on your heart? What was it that lit you up or, or inspired you to become involved in this way? I'm not really sure it's inspiration that led me here. I think it was a lack of knowing. So I, um, I'll just go back to a little bit of the beginning of how I started and it was being raised by entrepreneurs and they were both teachers who quit their full-time teaching job to move out into the middle of nowhere, which is 
Our home farm is just a few kilometers, or you're from the U.S., so miles away <laughs> from where we live now. Um, but my mom and dad both quit their full-time teaching job to become entrepreneurs to farm. And it was through watching them, you know, a, a lot of hard work, but watching them really follow their passions that kind of led me to realizing that having my own business or running, having a say in my life, which includes business, right, um, was possible. And so I watched them through the good times, through the bad, realizing it's not all easy. Mm. Watch them parent through the good times and the bad. I mean, they had to raise five girls. Oh, <laughs> so wow. you can God imagine this. <laughs> I know. I, I'm number four of five. And I was probably the most difficult. I cannot believe they had another baby after me, but <laughs> they did. Thankfully, those are my four sisters. And they're all my best friends who are also all entrepreneurs at this point. So they were seeing the same thing I was seeing growing up. They were seeing parents that led um, through their passion and that anything was possible. And that with sometimes, I mean, at that point, the farming, it was really hard work. Farming is hard work, but through their passions and their hard work, they were able to create the life that they wanted. And so that's kind of a little bit of a backstory but um, to kind of lead up to where we are now, about 23 years ago, I had my first baby. And when that happened, oh my gosh, I thought I was so smart. I thought I was well-educated. I thought I, you know, how hard could parenting be? Like, really? I mean, any parents listening, like, are probably giggling to themselves. Like, how hard can it be? I said that before I had a baby, Right. We're such good parents before we're parents. No, I did nothing wrong. And I was never going to do all the things that I've done since. Right. I said, no, I'll never do that. But yeah. So we got home from the hospital with this new baby and everything was new. I didn't know anything. I searched and searched for resources and for support and just could not find it. And, um, we ended up actually three days after that baby was born, we ended up back in the hospital and it could have been really, really serious if we didn't get back to the hospital because, um, you know, that nursing was not working and that's, you know, baby needs to eat. Right. So, so we, um, you know, struggled through a lot of things of being the new parent. And I started putting together resources because I, in that moment, you know, in the heat of the moment, like, you need something and it's just not at your fingertips. You can't find it. You don't know who to call and you don't know where to look for support. So it was in that moment that I realized like, I can't be the only one. <laughs> I can't be 30 years old, having a baby, thinking I know what I'm doing and having no idea how to reach out for help or who to call. So I started gathering up resources and, um, about two, it took me a couple of years. So here's a part of like, I had to get through all that. I don't know anything about parenting. It's not a business. I'm just gathering resources. It took until my second baby was born for me to contact the hospitals and say, listen, we did it again. Okay. Like you sent us home with a bag of pamphlets and flyers. We could not find the right resource. Things are not easy. Like this is not easy. This is not all coming naturally to me. Yeah. So I 
called up the hospitals and said, I'm going to put together something for you. Would you please, like, please hand it out to all the new parents because I can't be the only one. And so it wasn't anything that I knew at that point. It was what I didn't know. So in that pamphlet, it ended up to be a quite a thick book, 100 page book that um, included everything I didn't know. And so that's what I did for about 17 years. And that's why it stopped at 59 resource books, because I stopped printing those. And that was because, well, Google (laughs) and, uh, you know, connections. It's a lot easier to find information now. But yeah, but I love that. I just have to applaud you for that, because I've said this. um, I I have my own origin story of of my son getting um, burned and and why and how and and everything that kind of came in, in much like you. It was like, okay, these resources, this knowledge and a very, very common for me thing for me to say is you leave the hospital with one page if you're lucky and, and diapers. Mm. And yet when you buy a TV, you leave Mm. with an incredible manual in 10 different languages. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, where's our value here as far as what we're saying about what we think needs more time and attention. Mm. (laughs) I know. And it's so, you know, that book could have been a lot bigger to all the things we need to know. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things is that uh, with having a business, because eventually it did turn into a business, I had to figure out how to pay for these books, right? I mean, it's very expensive to print books. So I had to figure out how to do that. And I think that really led me to loving the whole world of business, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing it as a kid. And then um, I had a few other businesses throughout my life as well I think I always wanted to just you know be like my mom and dad and live the kind of life the free life that I wanted to live right on my terms but when I pivoted I want to tell you a little bit about another difficult time because I feel like every time I pivoted my business or went in a different direction it was because of something that wasn't working and something I didn't know again (laughs) this is Again, I didn't know something about parenting. And that's when the kids all became teens. So in that um, time in between starting the books and printing 59 editions throughout 17 years, um, we also were lucky enough to adopt twin boys into our family. So our family grew quite a bit. And through those years now, that's a whole nother story. It took about eight and a half years to actually adopt them. Most beautiful and wonderful experience ever. But there's a lot of things that happen in between with, um, you know, our, of course, our kids are all teens at that point and they're all going through different things. And again, I felt like it was the new mom coming home from the hospital with this baby. It's like a whole new stage. What the heck do I do? <laughs> what is happening with them and that's when I reached out to parent coaches and that's what brought me to really the business I'm doing now is supporting parent coaches in their business because I saw the value that they have and the transformation that can happen you know something as simple as um, how to just connect with your child something I wasn't doing you know and I remember and Sonia it was probably you that told me this but it's like kids don't like they act out and they don't behave the way you want them to do when they don't feel seen. 
And that's exactly what was happening, exactly what I was doing. I was like talking over them and I was telling them what to do. And I wasn't really seeing them, wasn't seeing them for who they are. And it was a parent coach. And I'm sure it was you, Sonia, that told me that, but uh, (laughs) it was like, just try this technique, try, you know, coming, try connecting first. And it was through that experience, it was you and many other parent coaches I was listening to that I realized, you know, I've got to support these parent coaches. I've got to get on the rooftops and shout it out. Grab hold of a parent coach if you can contact one because they can transform your family. Mm, So again, it's kind of leaving, uh, you know, what led me here was my inexperience and my um, lack of parenting knowledge. And I can't be the only one. And I know I'm not because there are a lot of parent coaches out there doing this great work and really transforming a lot of families with their, with their coaching and their skills. You know, um, thank you so much for just sharing that journey. And I, there's one thing really kind of amplifying way back to your story of becoming the first parent that I identify with because of our theme of truly seeing one another, but seeing ourselves as one of the most difficult work, because we do need another person to help us see ourselves. And, you know, the, the ego, ego is coming in through these stories. Cause I remember like, we know stuff like, Oh, look at this. I'm a, I know things I haven't gotten things. I mean, wrong rarely. And that ego is such a distractor and it creates a buffer to truly like unpeel it, like to let it go because ego makes us feel good. The vulnerability to let it go, to peel it back, to then truly see like, Oh, I don't, I don't know a lot of stuff and I'm feeling a little helpless and I need help. And I think it's just so powerful that you absolutely embrace that with all your heart. I don't know if it took a lot of work to let it go. Like, uh, oh my God, this is, I'm in panic mode. Like throw away ego, like help me, help me. Or if it, for some of us, it takes a while because we hook onto it. Um, and I think that the message that you're spreading too is for parents to say, it's okay, let it go. We have so many experts in different areas that they will, they are so willing to help you. And I don't know if you have anything to speak to, to our friend ego and if mm. it's still hovering or did you break up with it completely or... <laughs> I wish. Yeah. But no, it, um, you know, it took a lot of effort and it takes a lot of effort. I think it's a daily thing because, you know, we can make every conversation, every interaction, every behavior we see of our kids, we can make it about us, Mm -hmm. or we can stop and pause and we can just figure out what's behind the behavior, what's going on. And it is generally, you know, they need a hug. They need to be seen. They need time. They need one-on-one time. They need something. And um, yeah, I think it's a constant effort each day to do that for me anyway. I'm listening to you and I've had these little images and thoughts that are, are going through my head. And, and, you know, the first, the first word that really pops to mind is the word humility, because in fact, I was just in a conversation with a client about this um, yesterday because it's, well, you have humility if you don't brag. Right. But the other side of that is, do you ask for help? Because that Mm. is where that pride little thing comes And especially I'm going to pick on women a little bit. I mean, men, yes, 
but women oftentimes will say like, well, I don't, I, I have humility. I don't, right. But how often do we keep to ourselves and cry to ourselves and mm. get frustrated to ourselves without reaching out to those other people who can really hold us and support us and move us forward. Right. Because, yeah. and we, we see it as, well, I'm not confident, but really it is that flip side of ego. Right. Um, and I just, I want to, say what so what I'm hearing from you is that curiosity mm. was what really moved you out of that it was like okay let's see what how can I follow this and 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 ask the next question and that becomes that's a way of taking it out of ego and out of that place that isn't that is scary and that feels mm. like it's on you and all fingers are pointing mm. instead when you ask the question, now you're looking out, you're looking for the solution mm -hmm. and it's not so, uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. What word am I looking for? It's not so, it, it, it's not like the magnifying, intimidating and yeah. the magnifying glass isn't on you. Like, oh my God, everyone's waiting for me to mess up as a parent. My kid did one thing wrong. Yeah. That means that I suck, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the one thing that everyone in the entire world is looking for is connection. And it's hard to connect if you're not authentic with someone. And the way I look at it is I've reached out every time I needed help for something, mm. whether it be a coach, a therapist, a friend, a family member, um, someone on the street. I try not to do that. I try not to stop not people too often. I mean, that's weird. <laughs> that's really weird. But I, I, here's the way I feel. When I am sharing something with someone, it gives them almost the okay to share something about them. Because yeah. can you imagine people that just walk around like everything's perfect and everything's great and I'm not sharing anything with them. It doesn't give them the okay to feel comfortable doing the same. So yeah. I look at it as a service, as a like, I really need help. But also I know you do too, because we're human. We're living this like human experience in this human world. And we've got stuff that we need to connect with other people on. And if we're always feeling like, you know, they're living their Instagram life, mm. it's hard to connect. I mean, that perfect kind of, you know what I mean? The Instagram perfect life. Cause it's not the way it is. Breathe. I felt oh, myself like, breathe when she said that. I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I think the, what's so fascinating. Um, and again, the inspiration is, you know, you are the leadership that you're creating, the mm -hmm. leadership development. Mm -hmm. And then again, you know, our, the first leaders in our lives are our, the, our caretakers, yeah. those who raised us. Um, and understanding that um, even as leaders, we can be humble and that we always need that support and help. And what's so amazing now is you know, we feel like sometimes when we've, you know, like, oh, well, now people look to me with this responsibility that I am now a parent coach, I have to be an expert, and I have to show up consistently, and I have to do all of these things, you know, like the Instagram expectation, and that you've created this, this entity and a platform because you do all of the things in person, any, any way that you can be accessed into, into, in terms of what you provide in resources, you're allowing these leaders to say no matter what level you are, you can you will always need that time to reciprocate, like to breathe and exhale and to say, like, I think I'm not doing well. Like <laughs> having that platform as a as a parent coach and you know, and, and Hillary's one as well, like it is so relieving to know that we can dump out some of our insecurities and our mm -hmm. unknowns and to just say, I'm making mistakes, I think. Help me. And the expansiveness of that work, because you work with parent coaches all around the globe. 
that then help leaders within families. I just, the profound impact is just something that's so amazing. I wonder, has that, have that, is that your vision? Has that always been your vision? Yeah, I'm not sure if I had a, a true solid vision. I think my vision was just to surround myself with people that wanted to serve other people and, you know, do good in the world, <laughs> which is a parent coach. I mean, that's a parent coach, but um, I think that, uh, um, you know, it's funny because no matter what industry you're in, no matter what the occupation, no matter where you are in the parenting stage, we're all on a journey and someone's always going to be like just behind you or way behind you. Someone's going to be ahead of you or way ahead of you. You're always going to be on this journey. And just to be able to support someone that's just behind you is pretty magical. It's not giving them 10 steps ahead. You know, with parenting, it's, um, you know, if I would have given you like, okay, as an adult, this is what you want. Yeah, that's what we want to aim for. But what's the first thing I need to do to create a relationship so that I get to hang out with my adult kids and they actually like it. They like <laughs> hanging out with me. Right. Like that's the goal. <laughs> right. I want my adult kids to like, want to hang out with me to want to come home right what do I need to do right now what's the one thing I can do and I don't have all the answers I know a lot of parent coaches that have the answer right now but they're also on their their own journey mm-hmm. and it kind of reminds me of a funny story <laughs> um I had a call from the high school just recently and uh, of course at the high school they know what I do you know I support parent coaches across the world and you know the guidance counselor giggled and said oh too bad you don't know a parent coach that could help with that (laughs) okay here I am supporting parent coaches and I still need to be reaching out to parent coaches I mean this is the journey wherever I'm at right now there's tons of things I could you know have support through and then there's also tons of things that I could support someone else through as well I think that there's, I know I'm, I'm finding there's like three things in there that, that are, I'm sort of resonating and, and really thinking and sinking into. And I love the fact that you keep on saying journey. And when people talk about a coach, for some reason, people mm. are still a little bit like, mm, coach, what does that mean? And I know something that really changed the way that I look at things was when I learned where that came from. And the idea that stagecoach, a stagecoach carried someone on their journey from where they were to where they wanted to go. And if you think about that, that's a service. And I heard you say service. I heard you say journey. And that really is what, a, what it is. And are we going to stop and ask directions? Yeah, we need to. I mean, some people still don't, but, but, you know, but we need to, because we've never, we've never traveled this path before. And so finding the people who have, or the people who have the experiences, it's such a beautiful thing when you think about it. And then the third thing, lean into service and you, and you're on that journey and you're aware you're on that journey. What that does is it also allows you to never, you don't even have to really think about humility because it's just growth. You're in this aspect of growth mindset. Oh, cool. I'm never to where I, you know, there's never really an end. I can keep going and I can keep going. And instead of feeling anxious about that, you can really fall into this place of like, what you just said, Jennifer, like what's next, what's coming next. What exciting thing am I going to learn? How am I going to change as a parent? Mm -hmm. How am I going to change in as a coach? So it is, it must be very fun and rewarding 
to be able to sort of reveal and revel and celebrate with these coaches who are also then sharing that same thing, this Mm -hmm. ripple effect with, with the people they're working with. Yeah, it's definitely a ripple effect. And can you imagine being a parent, just like basing what is going on today, basing the future on that or basing what you did yesterday on how you're going to parent in the future? Like, what if this was just the beginning? And whatever you've learned to this point, you carry on. And then the next day you learn something else and you carry on that. And then every day you say, what if this is just the beginning? I have another opportunity to connect with my child, to see my child for who they are, for to really figure out what lights me up. Like what if it was just the beginning? And then- oh my gosh, that's so powerful. I mean, we have a virtue called forgiveness. Forgiveness yeah. is such a, a tough one for us. And what a great alternative, like a way where we don't have to use the word if that's so hard, but the what if today was the new beginning mm-hmm. that to me already says I forgive everything for myself for what happened yesterday what happened just a second ago it's okay new beginning new start and that's just so beautiful to even say there's different entry points and how we can kind of have this relationship with forgiveness mm-hmm. which you just I think it's yeah oh sorry no, please, please. I think it's no. super empowering too to know that like I get to choose what I bring from my past. Mm -hmm. I get to choose what mistakes make up who I am right now. And I get to decide who I want to be in the future. This has to do with business. It has to do with parenting and, and it has to do with, with anything in your life. You get to choose, you get to choose who you want to be in this moment. That mistake I made in the past, I'm choosing not to bring that into my story right now. Because heck, if I did, I was the teenager. I told you I was number four out of five. I was the teenager that did everything. I choose not to bring, okay, I just told you that, but I choose not to bring that into the story of who I am now because I'm deciding to be someone different. And in parenting, it's the same way. I may have made a mistake. Maybe I yelled at my kids. Maybe um, I did something to not allow them to, um, you know, voice their opinion. And I made a mistake. I didn't know what I was doing then. I choose not to make that my story right now. And uh, I get to decide now moving forward who, who I am. I love that so much because that is so much what we, I mean, that's the decided heart, right? Is, is we, in any given moment, we have the ability to choose and we can live a life that we design, not a life by default. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that is why it's so important to have a coach and to have it build that team, even if it's not a coach or like you said, a therapist, who's your team around you that can help you design the life that you want and the, and the person that you want to be and put out into the world. It is a decision. You're not a victim. That is such powerful, uh, just so powerful, Jennifer. And I love that you're guiding so many people to that place. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to feel powerful. I'm going to choose to decide that's me in the future too. (laughs) That is you. That is you. We see you. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing is, um, you know, parents like not just parents, but people connect to others. And what the hope is who sees me truly. 
And I was, I was mentioning that um, what I see in both of you is lifelong learners, like the curiosity that you have, even when things get really, really hard, the response to that is, I, I want to learn. And not only do I want to chase this curiosity to a learning point, but I'm going to share. So service. And not only am I going to share that, but I want people, future generations are going to be reading your pamphlets, probably, you know, like the content that you have shared in the world will, will be there forever so that less and less parents will feel that sense of hopelessness. And I know that Hillary, you've done the same with, with your story in fire and safety world. I mean, and so then to, for me, because I've, I've decided <laughs> that I'm going to lean into the connection between both of you only elevates who I am. Okay. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to get really like, <laughs> because you see me, each of you have seen me truly. And why not invest in that? Right. And so anyways, I'm so grateful to each of you and the lifelong learning that you continue to say that that's where it's at. That's one way where we can truly live and, and journey together. Like, take me with you. Where's your stage coach? Like <laughs> I'm, on, I'm hopping on. And are there margaritas? And are <laughs> and the margarita Tuesdays too. Yeah. We'll, we'll make, we'll make pit, pit stops. Oh my gosh. For Jennifer, <laughs> I know that parents are listening in. They want to know who are your coaches because we're going to start we need, I, as a parent, need to start, where can they find you? Where can they reach out for what you have to offer to them? Thank you. I am so glad you asked because I'm sure there's going to be parents that are listening to say, you know, that's me. I could use some help in like maybe tantrums or maybe like school age things, or my child was just diagnosed with ADHD, or I've got a teen who doesn't want to go to school or is defiant hello, teenagehood, or wanting to go off to college. And then also we have coaches that work with even parents of older kids, so young adults, and it's wonderful. So yeah, if they want to find a parent coach, uh, parentcoach.club is the website to go to. And I'm going to tell you, these are a group of the most caring, heart-centered, generous, brilliant coaches in the world and they make a difference. If you've never had a coach for anything, I'd encourage you to get it because this is someone that can take you from where you are to where you want to be from that stage coach. Thank you. That's so beautiful. And we, and we need it. I think that that's like before I really just want to encourage that because we all need it. Even if we are a coach or whatever, I am a coach. I still go to Sonia. Sonia still pours into me and helps take me to places that I need to go because mm-hmm. you can't yeah. truly see yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. too hard. And I, yeah, I, I just have to say, maybe some of our listeners are parent coaches. Yeah. Can you please just <laughs> sign up and have Jennifer McCollum as your mentor? Just right now. Don't you, just I'm do helping it. you not even like spend the energy on thinking about like, should I have a coach? Jennifer elevates us as parent coaches she has the community that's like her community alone and the conversations and the master classing and the one-to-one coaching so if you are out there and you're thinking hi huh, i think i can either pivot to parent coaching or i am just have jennifer part of your life i just want to end with that okay <laughs> awesome Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for spending time with us. We've just loved the space that you've created. I had so many moments of just feeling like I could take a breath. Mm, 
So I appreciate that so much. Well, thank you, Hillary. Thank you, Sonia. I appreciate being here. Thank you for letting me spend time with both of you in your brilliance. So everyone, want to please make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, not only ours, but we're going to share Jennifer and the Parent Coach Club, all the ways that you can get connected with them. Pick your favorite podcast platform. Make sure to subscribe, whether that's a listening podcast or YouTube channel and visit us on our website, thedheffect.com, where you're going to find out about more great opportunities to learn and grow until next time. May you have the courage to live with a decided heart.